Hey there, it's Winston Faircloth, and welcome back to episode 29 of the Begin Again podcast. I have a question for you today. Why begin again? Well, I have three notes in this episode which will encourage and inspire you. So I get some pretty interesting reactions when I talk about persistence, perseverance, and worthy failures. Most people who know me well, well, they see me as an optimistic, inspiring, uplifting leader. And many times they don't say this directly to me, but you can hear, you can see the wheels turning in their mind. Hey, there's a disconnect here. Why would anyone who seems so accomplished, so successful, talk about a difficult subject like persistence? Well, how do positivity and perseverance go together in building a good life and a strong business? I believe both of these are essential ingredients to a life well lived. Yesterday, I was listening to a story of this young woman who was stuck in a cycle of endless perfectionism. She could just not put herself out there in business. She hid behind the keyboard doing tasks where she felt some sense of achievement. But she was not meeting people, not giving them the opportunity to work with her. She called herself a recovering perfectionist. Now, this is the key part of the story. Her coach stopped her mid-sentence and said, you're not a perfectionist. That's just a label. You're just afraid. What are you afraid of? Well, this discussion took me back to my childhood. I looked up. I admired my dad. And by the way, I admire him probably a hundred times more today. And at eight years old, I just wanted to be exactly like him. He was so good at woodworking, auto and home repair. He was becoming a budding poet and wordsmith. He was hardworking, strong, fit, confident. And I would follow him around like a little puppy. I'd even get up at 5.15 in the morning just to have breakfast with him before he left for an awful Coca-Cola. I wanted to do everything he did. So as he invited me into a shop to watch him wield all kinds of tools, I was just a little bit intimidated. Now he's the master. He created birdhouses and bookcases out of stacks of lumber. And sometimes he'd give me the tools and ask me to help. It seemed so easy and effortless for him, and I couldn't even seem to get a grasp of the first instruction. I'd become incredibly frustrated that I could not duplicate the master's touch. My face would flush, my heart would race, and pretty soon I'd throw down the tools and run away with tears streaming down my face. My eight-year-old mind could not wrap itself around a very important concept. He'd been doing this for years. I only saw the finished product. I did not see the discarded pieces in the scrap pile behind the workbench. Now, a few years ago, my dad and I spent a month together. It was summer, and it was a pretty low point in my marriage. I remember telling him this story as one of regret, that I didn't push harder to learn more about household repair and power tools. And there's a funny story about power tools before this event. Uh, I'll spare those of you who are squeamish about it, but I had to go to the emergency room one, one time uh, because of a staple uh, in my thumb. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, he invited me to look behind the workbench of his life to the unfinished and scrap pieces that did not fit together perfectly. 
Now, today, my dad still builds birdhouses, and for every beautiful one that I see, he told me that there's a few that did not turn out that way or turn out the way he, he likes, and they end up in the scrap pile. He's content in knowing that in trying, there will be mistakes. He went on to tell me about how, with stars in his eyes, how he moved his wife and infant baby boy from rural Virginia to Miami on just the mere promise of a new job. Driving two days, nearly nonstop, only to arrive a few hours late and being fired for tardiness before he even began. Going door to door, job to job for months. And finally, deciding to come back home to Virginia before the dream home we had lived in was sold. And this was the home that they as a couple eventually lived in for more than 40 years. At eight, I only saw the together dad, the man with decades of life experience already, who had tried and lost, made many mistakes, yet kept going until he got the results I saw. He persevered many more times over the decades to come, and I got to see more of his backstage moments play out as an adult. Now, this built a resilience in me a belief that helped me overcome many of my own fears, many of my own bouts of stifling perfectionism as a teen, young adult, and even during my begin-again seasons. One of the things we talk about on this podcast a lot is how challenging comparing our backstage to the uh, people's front stage that we see on social media is so discouraging and so unfair. So why begin again? Well, here are the three quotes, three phrases, and I pray that one of them will speak a word into your spirit today. Number one, don't fire yourself, never give up. Let me say that again. Don't fire yourself, never give up. I love that sentence. I heard it on an audio book recently. Too many people get fearful or lose faith just before their breakthrough. And if you stop now, you will never know how close you could have been to the life, relationship, and business of your dreams. Don't fire yourself. Never give up. Second, God cannot do anything great inside your comfort zone. Now, looking at back at my own life, each of my own begin-again moments pushed me well past my comfort zone which ultimately created greater dependence upon my faith and showed me the true benefit of surrender. And while God is all-powerful, I believe it's our faith that activates the miracle. And finally, number three, remember that your storyline can be someone else's lifeline. Let me say that one again. I love this one. Remember that your storyline can become someone else's lifeline. And it's in the sharing of our begin-again stories, especially during the tough seasons of overcoming, that shows our true humanity and gives hope and inspiration to others. Friend, you are not alone. There are people ahead of you, behind you, and beside you. Ahead of you, behind you, and beside you on this path. And the more open we are with our difficulties, the greater the support and our resilience will be. So let's recap these three phrases to accelerate your next begin again season. Number one, don't fire yourself. Never give up. Number two, God cannot do anything great inside your comfort zone. And number three, remember that your storyline can become someone else's lifeline. 
Now, over the next several weeks, you're going to hear even more stories from my guests who are coming on the show to share their begin again moments here on the podcast. It's my prayer that this variety of experience will touch you in different situations and different seasons of life. And if you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, DM me at Winston Faircloth on Instagram or contact us via the email in the show notes. And let's draw deeper faith, inspiration, and encouragement in our own Begin Again moments. If you'd like to help others, make sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Remember that your honest review helps us spread the word. And when you post your review, capture a screenshot and contact us with the mailing address in the show notes. We'd love to send you a gift in the mail. And for more support and inspiration in building your own faith-centered, mission-driven business, Visit FutureSevenFigureCEO.com for my 12-page ebook on the biggest differences between a heart-centered seven-figure business and a challenging self-focused six-figure venture. And finally, remember that the biggest breakthroughs in life and business occur the moment you decide to begin again. I'll catch you on the next episode.